Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. ESPN.com did a ranking 132 of every roster in the NFL and listed their biggest strength and their biggest weakness as well. So I figured we'd just go from 32 to 1 and unveil these teams and give you a quick little thought about them uh, as we roll through. Very bottom of the list. Who do you think's there? Take a guess. Roster-wise? Total roster. Oh. Who do you think the worst team, according to NFL.com, who's the worst roster heading into the season? Arizona? You nailed Whoa! it. Jacob How about Rex that? With the first winner. How about that? There you go. Their strongest unit, safety. Buda Baker is probably yeah, the that's best a, player that's a good call. in Arizona. And then I mean, you weakest... got to assume he's going to be out of there quickly, right? Yeah, I bet they trade him this year. And then the weakest unit, interior defensive line. It's just crazy to me how bad the how Cardinals are. So that quick, franchise has fallen yeah. so quickly after giving Kyler Murray that big contract. I mean, he's like the fifth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. I mean, maybe it pays off next year, right? Because they made that trade, or they, they made the trade uh, to move back in the draft, and then they moved back up to get Paris Campbell. Like maybe these next two years through the draft, Paris Johnson. They have Houston. Sorry, I said Paris Campbell. Yeah, they have yeah. Houston's pick next year too. And their own pick. So, like, they could pick right. one and two next right. year. Right. The I think they like, might. Oh, it depends on Houston. Yeah, Houston. Houston. Right? Yeah. So, they could, but I don't see Houston really taking this big leap forward with CJ Stroud in year one. So, I bet you they have at least two top five draft picks next year. I, I bet you they're picking right. their own pick in, towards the top. And then I bet Houston's a bottom five team as well. So, yeah, maybe they do get a quick turnaround, but then also. When you're picking number one overall, Jacob, and Caleb, a lot of pressure. Caleb Williams is in this draft class, and Drake May from well, North Carolina. Okay, well, like, let me tell you. I mean, I like, know what you're going to say. I know what you're saying, though. You're like, well, maybe they can really you know, get some playmakers in here and have a revival of Kyler Murray's tenure, but then you're there all of a sudden, and you're going, but is Caleb Williams better than Kyler Murray? Well, here's my retort to that. The car, I, And I know car, Kyler is better, but didn't the Cardinals use like the number nine overall draft pick on Josh Rosen in the very next, very next season? Year they used the number one on Murray. Now it's different because you gave, rather than spending a draft pick, you gave Kyler Murray this contract. So what do you do to get out of that contract if you want to move forward with the guy in the draft next year? I don't know. That's a, that's a huge contract that you would have to eat. All I'm saying is you give a guy that kind of contract after his rookie deal – and you are two years after that contract rated number 32 out of 32. Oh, man. That's a big-time problem as far as your franchise is concerned. Oh, huge. All right, number 31. You want to keep guessing? You want to see who's be the second worst? I'll give you a hint. No, there, I don't want no hints. Hint? I don't want hints. No hints. Let me. I'm just pulling up. You're pulling up the list. No, I'm Hold pulling on, up let the, me I'm log in up, and pull I'm up the pulling list. Up, you know, it's easier to visualize a team when I can just read them off in the standings. 
You sure you don't want a hint? You don't want the conference? Is it going to be... Hold on. I'll say Atlanta. Oh. Oh. It's the Rams. Wow. The Rams have a pretty crappy roster. Their biggest strength, defensive, defensive tackle. With Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald. So there. But then their weakest unit, the rest of the defense is what they yeah, write up Yeah, I here. mean, Jalen Ramsey is off to Miami. Let me, let, me, let me just name some of these defensive players and you stop me when you've heard of them, all right? Aaron Donald, yes. Yeah. Jonah Williams, Marcus Copeland, Michael Hucht, Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, Cole Durant. Roseboom's oh, a Excuse great me, name. sorry. Kobe Durant. That's probably Darian. why you didn't know him because I said Cole Durant. Well, that's a great basketball name. Darian Kendrick, Robert Raquel, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast. Those are the projected starters. Fuller played on Chicago for a while, right? Kyle Fuller, I think. Kyle Fuller. So this is even in the right Fuller. Those are the defensive starters for your Los Angeles Rams. And offensively, don't get much better. You know Stafford and Akers and Cup, but and Van Jefferson. But woof at that yeah, defense. Big woof. And really, it's amazing to me that you didn't hear any chatter of Aaron Donald retiring that this year. Right, compared to last year, that was the whole story surrounding that team. He's going to be the entire defense this year for the Los Angeles Rams. Number 30, I don't know if I completely agree with this one. You're not guessing anymore because you already failed. <laughs> okay. This They have the Indianapolis Colts at number 30. So that's kind of weird because with the Rams, I guess they're just saying individuals is not enough, right? I just think that the Colts have Shaq some, Leonard, some guys. Stephen Gilmore. Oh no, Gilmore's off now. Gilmore's, Gilmore's off to in Dallas. Dallas. DeForest still, Buckner up front though. That's right. their, their biggest Shaq, strength. I mean, Shaq Leonard. We said, yeah, he missed last year. He's still a top linebacker in this league. I guess they don't put any sock into Anthony Richardson whatsoever. No, they don't put any sock in that offensive line that is still decent enough. Their strongest unit was D tackle, DeForest okay. Buckner. Weakest unit's the secondary, who you just mentioned lost Stephon Gilmore. Um, but yeah, I mean, no love for Jonathan Taylor either. No love for Taylor. I think they got a solid number one wide receiver in Michael Pittman. Anthony yeah, Richardson, I think, has got a lot of potential. The line's solid. Defense solid. I'm not saying that I think the Colts are a top 10 roster in the NFL like they probably were just two years ago, right? You mm-hmm. would say overall they were right. top 10. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're definitely not 30, I don't think. No. I think there's going to be better than I mean, it's hard. I mean, let's keep going because it's hard to compare the bottom. Like, are they worse you know? than the Texans right now? Is that next? Who's number 29? No, I don't think so. I mean, because you would, you would think based off of recent history the Texans are a far worse franchise based off of organization and the actual talent on the roster that's no longer there. Strongest unit for Houston is their cornerback room. Uh, Derek Stingley Jr., the third overall pick just okay, a year ago, yeah. headlines that. And Steven Nelson out there as a perimeter starter. An I old, forgot. An old familiar he, face. He moved on from Philly to Houston. Houston. Right. Uh, weakest unit is wide receiver without Brandon Cooks. Right. Who's I mean, now in pretty, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty slim pickings for them. Traylon Burks. Oh, excuse me, that's the... Next team, uh, Nico Collins, Robert Woods, John Mechie the third. Mechie could be decent. I mean, Mechie's got a little bit of potential okay. still in him, but pretty weak wide receiver no, I mean, room. I, I think Damian make... Pierce is an okay running back. Had a pretty yeah. solid rookie season. It's a lot just on the shoulders of a young C.J. Stroud, and right. There's not many expectations for the. Here's the my question: Who, <clears throat> not to say that who wins, who finishes the head of the other in the division, the Colts or the Texans? I'd say the Colts. <laughs> I think the Colts can finish second. I don't see the. I mean, unless the Titans 
do something transformative with their overall team. The Titans are number 28. So there you bang, go. bang, bang, bang. Wow, they're all back to back to back. There 30, you go. 29, 28, yeah. just really, really bad. So I think we have our answer for who the worst division is in football. It's the AFC South. The AFC South. But we don't have, we, it didn't take until today reading this, this ranking for us to get that answer. I think we knew that ahead of time. Uh, Kevin Byard is their biggest, their strongest headlines, their strongest unit, the the safety position. Right. Their weakest unit is offensive tackle and wide receiver. They wrote this as a tie for the Titans. Yeah, I'll just no give it to receivers. wide receiver. Traylon I mean, other Burks, than Westbrook and Keene, yeah. Kyle Phillips, I mean, and Ryan Tannehill is the one that they still have throwing them the football. Right. How long do you think it'll take Will Levis to take over as a starter there, though? <sighs> Does Will Levis have to go through? Um, what's his name? Malik who Willis I've already too. forgotten when he was talked about every day here last I year. I think Levis is still on the third spot in the depth chart, but I just don't see him not beating out Malik Willis. They, the they seem players... to be really confident in knowing that Malik Willis ain't an NFL quarterback. The only players I can name off the top of my head from that team are Bayard, Henry, and Jeffrey Simmons. And that's a decent three. Right, they're all the best of the best of what they do, or at least top five. Right? Is King Henry going to start slowing down eventually? I don't know. He didn't last. Year. No, but he's going to get more work this <laughs> I year, know. right? Because like, what else are they going to do? Well, I mean, they. I mean, the wide receiver room hasn't gotten any worse or better than it was last year. Like they lost AJ. They didn't have AJ Brown last year, so I don't even know. Like, is it really going to be that much worse for King Henry? I don't know. Tampa Bay comes in at number 27. Makes a lot of sense. Wide receivers, their strongest unit. Unfortunately, their weakest unit is the person that throws the football to the yeah. wide receivers, the quarterback. Baker Mayfield, right? Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask will battle with Baker Mayfield. It says here for the starting job, but I bet it's Baker's job. But, I mean, you got tools there for sure. Absolutely. Like you're throwing to Evans and Godwin, yeah. and Russell Gage ain't too bad either. Defensively, you know, they're still pretty solid. Vita Vea, mm-hmm. Shaq Barrett, mm-hmm. Levante David, Devin White. I mean, in a division that's not exactly the best, if Baker can just kind of be a game manager, not throw some of the dumb interceptions that he has, like, would you be that surprised if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sneak out the uh, NFC South just no, because of the because quality of that of the division? Around them? Kind of the same thing in the AFC South, where if the Jaguars kind of stumble that any of those other three teams can take advantage. I think right now we're saying the Saints can stumble, but the difference in the the AFC South versus the NFC South is there's a clear contender for the number one team in the, in the AFC for the Jaguars. I don't know who the number one team is really going to be in the NFC side of things. Sure, you have Derek Carr now leading that team in New Orleans, but is Derek Carr the answer? I don't know. Like, but- Are you telling me because it's Derek Carr now – rather than Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton, that they're really going to be, oh, without a question, winning that division, running away with it every year. No, I don't think so. We have a run on NFC South teams as well. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. 27 was the Bucs, 26 was the Falcons. Falcons, 25 is the the Panthers. Panthers. The Panthers being that high is, is, I think, the biggest question mark I've gotten so far for this list. Yeah, but, you know, not a terrible wide receiver room, even though they lose D.J. Moore. They still have D.J. Chark. They still have Adam. They bring in Adam Thielen. Bring in Adam Thielen. Jonathan Mingo isn't terrible. They brought in Miles Sanders this offseason, as far as the right, running back room right, is right, concerned. Right. And they've been picking pretty good defensive players as well. J.C. Horn, Shaq mm-hmm. Thompson. I mean, Brian Burns is a really great player defensively. 
there's talent on Carolina's roster for sure. Um, their biggest strength is off-ball linebacker Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu. Uh, biggest weakness is that wide receiver room. Although, like I just said, I don't think it's terrible. It's not. Like, hor- I, it's I mean, awful. I mean, that list may be putting in a lot of stock in Adam Thielen's ability to bounce back. Falcons' biggest. I just strength. don't see like I don't see that division or sorry that roster being significantly better than the Colts or the Texans or the Titans. I think you're in a, kind of like a hodgepodge. Right now, the, the the Souths are just kind of yeah like a hodgepodge. All those teams kind of run together. Falcons' biggest strength is their interior defensive line. Grady Jarrett's still great, and their weakest unit is quarterback. They plan on starting Desmond. Ritter. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have veteran Tyler Haneke, the Green Lizard, could step in for Atlanta as well, and I assume he will. His former team checks in at number 24, the Washington Commanders, the Commies. Mm-hmm. Defensive line, without a question, their best unit, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, Montez Sweat, and if Chase Young can get healthy. I mean, that's Or a, even stay. That's I just mean, a great... there's a lot of rumors that he might leave. Uh, but just like a lot of teams down in this section of the list, their weakest unit is the quarterback spot. Sam Howell expected to be the starter. Right. But we'll say I mean, this. would you rather Howell or Henneke? I mean, Henneke's not there anymore. Do you think Howell's an upgrade or a significant downgrade? I think they're pretty much... I'm interested to see Eric Bieniemy work with Sam Howell. Yeah, with that'll be fun. Quarterback. That'll see, be fun. See, he's got weapons to throw to. Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, I think, are a good one-two punch as far as running backs sure. are concerned. So We'll see what the commies do. Number 23, the Green Bay Packers. No Aaron Rodgers anymore. Okay. That makes, Strongest that makes unit sense cornerback. Weakest unit is, it says here, established pass catchers. Christian Watson isn't established, but he pretty much, you know, burst onto the scene last year as a definite potential wide receiver, number one for for the Packers. Um, It just, I think the roster is, is okay. I think it just comes down to Jordan Love. And that's yeah, where I think absolutely. you see them drop off 100%. a lot on this list because, I mean, you still got your running backs. You still got Bakhtari. You still got um, Jair Alexander on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, that's a pretty solid team right there. Mm-hmm. They just have no idea what Jordan Love's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the NF, that's the state of the NFL right now. It all comes down to the quarterback. But also, too, the receivers, no Devontae Adams. You lost Lazard. You lost Valdez Scantling a year ago to Kansas City. I mean, who are the receivers now on that team? You remember? It's so funny how we gave Aaron Rodgers so much credit for making do with such nameless guys like Valdez Scantling, like Alan Lazard, and now they're not there. So who are the guys remaining on that roster in that position? For the first time in what it probably feels like forever, too, in a ranking like this, the Bears come in ahead of the Packers wow. at number 22. Well, that means the Packers are the last place team, right, of that division. Yeah, that's right. So not only the Bears are ahead, every other team in that division is ahead. Which you expected the other two to be ahead, but the Bears, yeah, slight surprise. Strongest unit off-ball linebacker, they spent a ton of money in that. Tremaine right, Edmonds well, and TJ Edwards both coming in. They spent more money at that one position than any did any team did on spending more than money on more than one guy at a single and position. The good news is, is those off-ball linebackers will start to earn their paycheck immediately because the weakest unit is the defensive front. So a lot of people mm-hmm. will be coming into Edmonds and Edwards' yeah. zone for sure. Um, Justin Fields is an amazing fantasy football quarterback. It's a make-or-break kind of Le- guy, though. You just don't know, is he going to be healthy or he's not? He's the best fantasy quarterback, I think, that there is in the NFL. I mean, he's when healthy, unbelievably sure, yeah. good. But fantasy only helps smucks like me win 20 right. bucks. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. As far as winning football games is concerned, 
He stinks. Not great. How and many games did they win last year? Three? Three, but they were like three and two, right, at one point? Didn't they yeah, have right. Like a and really then they lost start? like ten in a row. They yeah. didn't win once Chase Claypool got there. I'm pretty no. sure that that's No, 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 fact. you're absolutely right. And the Steelers couldn't stop winning once Chase Claypool mm-hmm. left. Not to say that it's Chase Claypool's fault, but those are pretty damning numbers to, to point to. Uh, the Vegas Raiders come in at number 21. I'm sure you could guess their strongest unit is edge rusher Max Crosby is a defensive player of the year candidate, and Chandler Jones, though he's not himself, is still pretty good. Uh, the rest of the defense, though, is terrible for the Vegas Raiders. And with Jimmy G I'm, at quarterback, I'm kind of surprised the Raiders are as high as they are too. Yeah, but they got guys. You mean like should be up a little higher? No, like, I think they might. I mean, given the talent, given the teams below them, sure. Think about it this way, though. Overall, the Raiders are pretty crappy. But, but they the have stars, one of the best yeah. defensive edge rushers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They have the best wide receiver probably in the NFL. They have a top they five. Might have the best back. running back. Yeah. Last year he was the best. Well, they have back. one of the best for sure, unquestioned best running back wide receiver tandem. No, they do. I think they have the best one yeah. too. There. I mean, Jacob well, given Lund- the season Josh Jacob Jacobs had last, last year, right? Year. Um, remarkable that they still weren't able to. You know, make any Do noise anything, at all yeah. with those two being just freaks, but that's probably what the name of the defense is just terrible. Is Jimmy G listed in like the the core player list? He's a starting quarterback, so yeah, he's gonna start for them. Yeah, but like in terms of like start like best players on that roster, is he listed on that? People might just by default, but no, mm-hmm. not here. It's yeah. it's Crosby and Adams and Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are your big three. Oh, and Bob Spillane too. Absolutely. <laughs> Who could forget Bob Spillane <laughs> signing with Vegas? Uh, number 20 is the New England Patriots. Interesting to see this team fall behind your Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's something good for yeah. you know, Steelers fans. Which makes it even harder of a pill to swallow knowing that the Steelers team lost to the Patriots last year. Shout out to Gunnar O. I know. The strongest unit for them is their offensive line's interior. Um, so you know Bill's going to want to run the ball as much as possible. Weakest unit is that quarterback spot in Mac Jones. I mean, the man was benched for Bailey Zappi last year. That happened. Right. That was a thing that, that happened. That wasn't just an injury. No, that benched. was a thing that happened. Bailey Zappi had his moment in the NFL. And then he turned into worse than Mac Jones. Yeah. So Mac Jones got he his had job to go back. back. So are you willing to are you willing to admit this year, Tom? Or maybe at the end of this year, if the Patriots miss the playoffs again, Mac Jones is a bust? Maybe. He does have Juju now to work with though. And if he can get DeAndre Hopkins in there, which it is that seems a, like New England is in the front. Really? Not, not the front, but they're front runners for him. I mean, I'm a big fan of getting young quarterbacks a big-time receiver like that to kind of help their development. I think you saw it with Tua and Jalen Hurts this year. Work swimmingly. Um, so if you can get DeAndre Hopkins and you have to open up the offense, I'd be interested to see that. It's also nice to see Mac Jones with an actual offensive coordinator for a change. Yes. As someone who actually has done it at least once before in his career at any level. Number 19 is where the kings of the NFC South check in. This is where the New Orleans Saints are. So the best team in this division is at number 19. Yeah, overall. it shows how not great that division is. Defensive backfield is their strongest unit. Their back seven, their weakest unit is defensive tackle. Uh, a lot of heavy lifting to be done by Cam Jordan up there. On yeah, the defensive absolutely. front. Honey Badger's still there, though, right? Honey Badger's still there. still there. I like them picking up Jamal Williams, too, to help with Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, sets the record I mean, for it was touchdowns a qu- in Detroit last year, and then he leaves to go to the New Orleans. I don't understand Detroit's yeah, willingness to let go of Jamal Him Williams. and Swift. Like, they were just right. done and with then they both used, their Right, and then they used their first-round draft pick on, uh, what's his name? Old what's-his-name. Old what's-his-name, yeah. That's the kind of name. Yeah. we love here. Old classic. New York Giants, number 18. 
strong interior defensive line, weak wide receiver core, uh, Paris Campbell, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. But Darren Waller was really the big get as far as that receiver right, yeah. core is concerned. I just don't know. I mean, given that he kind of waned, he had one great year with Vegas or with the Raiders. I don't know, given that Evan Ingram's pairing with Daniel Jones clearly didn't work out, but it's working out much better in Jacksonville. I don't know if Darren Waller is going to love playing with Daniel Jones. Number 17, another team that's a little surprising to be behind your Pittsburgh Steelers. This is where they have the Detroit Lions checking in, though. Everybody's darling this year. Their strongest unit is the offensive line. They had a great offensive line last year, and Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow, guys that headline that. Uh, their weakest unit is defensive tackle, though. Um, I mean, Isaiah Bugs is one of the main defensive line. That's an old Pittsburgh with. name. It's not good when Isaiah Bugs no. is, is leading no. your charge there. Um, Jared Goff had one of his best seasons ever last year. Does that continue into 2023? Yeah, I don't know. With Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jameson Williams. But is Jameson Williams going to get suspended again? I don't know. Um, their running backs now, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. So I, I mean... You like so Jameer Gibbs was the pick, and yeah, they parted with both Swift and Williams. But you like how they now are set up to have a two running back system again because Montgomery was a starter in Chicago. Like you're not just bringing in a backup, somebody else's backup to be your backup. No. He is a starter. No, no question about it. So I, I think the Lions have a roster that is poised to make noise this year. But and they got a roster and a coach. Well, the coach definitely makes noise. That's for damn sure. Right. Number 16, the Minnesota Vikings. So finishing up the AFC no- or NFC North, the Vikings checking in at number 16. Their best unit is offensive tackle, which I bet Vikings fans have been waiting years to hear that one of their strengths is in the <laughs> offensive line. Uh, their weakest unit, cornerback, Patrick Peterson, Gone. Shannon Sullivan. Come on down, both. baby. We yeah. took them both here in Pittsburgh. Um Top four corners, those two, Cameron Dantzler and Duke Shelley. 2022 snaps are concerned. Top four, all gone for Minnesota this wow. year. So they have that makes massive changeover that's in that secondary. Huge, yeah. Uh, huge still hole. have Harrison Smith back there, though, as an old right. familiar face. Um, the offense is going to look a lot different, moving too. Moving on from Dalvin Cook, moving on from Adam, Adam Thielen. Thielen. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's not Matt. a bad thing to have TJ Hawkinson in. Justin Jefferson. But and they drafted Jordan Addison, too. Right, right. Former Blankenkoff winner out of Pitt. Right. So, and Alexander Madison, I think, was ready to be yeah, a starter. decent. Cheaper than Dalvin Cook, but... Dalvin Cook's still unsigned, right? He's still unsigned and, again, had a great year last year. Played all 17 right. games and had over 1,000 yards, so we'll see where he lands. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. <laughs> 
I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Another surprise, number 15, the Jacksonville Jaguars behind your Pittsburgh Steelers. Strongest unit, quarterback with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Lawrence. yeah, I like I like that. But Makes the weakest a lot of sense. unit is the offensive line. So maybe that's what holds them back from really becoming a contender yet, is that there's just not enough protection for Trevor. Yeah, I mean, that's always a concern for any young quarterback is you want to make sure that they're going to be protected, right? And the Jaguars, I mean, there's a lot of talent across an entire roster. They did use their first-round draft pick on someone that the Steelers were looking at, Anton Harrison, so maybe he helps a little bit, but still overall, you gotta you gotta worry about you gotta, the safety. You gotta work on that Lawrence. offensive line. Yeah. You gotta work on that offensive line. Number fourteen is where your Pittsburgh Steelers check in. The number fourteen overall roster I think that's, in the NFL. I lo- I like to hear it, but do I agree? Is it a little generous? We'll have to see what the teams in front of yeah. them are. I, again, I think teams like the Lions and the Jags that they're in front of. Right, that's pretty nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Rusher is their strongest unit. I Imagine wonder why. That. We weakest, just spent we just spent the last twenty minutes talking about that weakest guy. unit. <sighs> Inside linebacker, yeah. it has to be off yeah. ball linebacker is by far their weakest unit. Um, I mean, take out Miles Jack, take out Devin Bush, take out Robert Blaine, replace him with Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts, and Tanner Muse. But here's I mean, the what? thing, Tom, I, about this list, you exclude. I get it. It's it's not fair to do this. Exclude off ball linebackers from this roster. Do you have a weak position? Do you have a weak roster spot? Not yet. Might appear. Maybe, at the se- maybe the receivers on, don't pan on out. On paper versus yeah, execution maybe the running backs season. don't pan out. You know, something like oh, that. Oh, the running backs I'm not worried about. But, no. I mean, I like our defensive line. Or I like their defensive line. I love the cornerback room and the, yeah. and the safety room. Just overall, um, the secondary. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of weaponry on that offensive side of the ball, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 13. And the offensive line, too, I, I don't think it's getting enough credit. In Pittsburgh, well, it is. In Pittsburgh, it is. But I don't think the job that Andy Weidel has done to help they Omar go Khan and, build it up. they got to go out there and win, too, though. I mean, It's true, but... Denver you, is number 13, see, just in front of that Pittsburgh. That is generous. You know, we've been waiting for Pittsburgh to come in on this list, and we were kind of questioning that, is it really a better roster than Detroit? Denver... Strongest unit offensive tackle, weakest unit edge rusher. Biggest question mark, though, is Russell Wilson in that quarterback spot. Just don't know if he's going to bounce back. Another one that might make you go, number 12, Seattle Seahawks. Wide receiver is their biggest strength. They're loaded at wide receiver. Who they take? Jackson, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba? Is that They took Smith and Jigba. They've got Lockett. They've got Metcalf. I mean, they are just loaded at that spot. Kenneth Walker was a great running back. Oh, yeah. Could have, been, could have been offensive rookie of the year last year. If Geno Smith doesn't just completely turn back into a pumpkin, they're a playoff team in that NFC for sure. Yeah, I mean that roster. I mean is they're they're smart. they're running away with second place. The more in that we division, talk about right? this, I'm actually not that upset that they're in front of the Steelers roster. I think you can make the argument that the Steelers should be ahead of them, but I feel like the Steelers and the Seahawks are more comparable than the Broncos being in the sandwich between those two teams. I mean, you get Devin Witherspoon, again, another player the Steelers were looking at, at a, at a cornerback, at a, at a position that once was dominated by Seattle, right? That Legion of Boom, you add a piece like that. I mean, again, I'll say this. They're going to run away with second place. In that division, yeah. San Francisco got first place locked up, and I have no faith in the Rams or the Cardinals catching them. The, the Seahawks <clears throat> are one of my stronger 
contenders for a wild card in the NFC this year. They'll be one of my picks for sure to grab a seed five through seven. Baltimore, number 11, checking in. Second team, or third team in the AFC. Or second team in the AFC. We have not gotten to the Browns yet. So second team I mean, in the that's, AFC. I no, mean, that is absurd. That is absurd. Tight end is their strongest unit. Their weakest unit is the cornerback depth. Still have Marlon Humphrey out there, a cornerback, and I like the safeties, Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton. Uh, but you don't have Marcus Peters. He's no. still out there. Still unsigned. Yeah, maybe he does come back, but he's yeah. maybe past his prime. Humphrey, I still think he's a magnificent corner. Yeah, though. absolutely. So even though the depth isn't there. Marcus Williams, you too. Keep, if you keep your fingers crossed that you stay healthy, I think you'd be fine. You brought Marcus Williams over from New Orleans last year. And I think Kyle Hamilton, the safety you picked out of Notre yeah. Dame, and I believe it was 14th overall a couple of years ago. Yeah, still has a ton year, of potential. Yeah. The wide receiver room looks legit now, though. I mean, I mean Od- it's got names. Odell, Zay Flowers. I mean, Rashad Bateman, who they were trying to become their number one, is now bumped down to their number, number three. three. I mean, that's that's fine, but you have to worry. I mean, you got to worry if you're Baltimore with their track record of drafting receivers or adding receivers. Is Zay Flowers just going to become the next Rashad Bateman? Did you see that uh, J.K. Dobbins was threatening to hold out too for more? It's great. For what, dude? <laughs> to to be the second year? running back on that team because number one is Lamar. Well, you get hurt every time, too. Like, yeah. you haven't even played a full season yet. Like, maybe do that first. Uh, number 10, the New York Jets. Biggest strength cornerback. I mean, Sauce Gardner is yeah. the best corner in football already. Right. Weakest unit, though, is offensive tackle and Old Man Rivers back there. Which so. is kind of Rivers. Old Man River, but yeah. you know, Old Man Rogers uh, is back there. Which is kind of weird because. They used a draft. They used a first round draft pick on Elijah Vera Tucker last year on that offensive line. So, I don't know if I agree with that entirely. Like, I think that offensive line is pretty decent. I think that whole team is pretty decent. Yeah. Once you get to the top ten. Yeah, like the weakest position is going to be stronger than a lot of bottom tier teams' strongest position. Number nine, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, disagree. Offensive hard, line hard, is their biggest disagree. strength. I'll agree with that. Their offensive line is probably their biggest strength. Their defensive tackle depth is their weakest unit. Um, I just what was that? Sorry, I their defensive that. tackle okay. depth is yeah. their weakest unit. I mean, I don't. Depth, tr- I, I don't mean, trust the coach. No, I don't necessarily trust the quarterback. I don't trust the logo. I don't trust the logo to be the number nine best roster. No, in not at all. Put it this way: if they are the number nine best roster in football, I bet they fail miserably on expectations because they won't be the ninth best team. Do you think the addition of uh, Zadarius Smith is weighted a little? Heavily here, the addition of Elijah Moore. The thing is, though, those were the only names they big names they brought in. Elijah Moore, who's going to be a, a, a second string receiver. Zadarius Smith is going to be second fiddle to Miles Garrett. To Miles Garrett. I don't think that they should be number nine. No, no. But again, you just see this heightened, you know, sense of Cleveland doing great things around national media for the past couple mm-hmm. of years now. And I still think they're like numb think, to it at this point. I still think they think Deshaun's going to bounce back this year. I guess. Number eight, the San Francisco 49ers. That seems That's low. That's low right? for me. That's, I guess they're putting emphasis on the quarterback. Weakest unit offensive line outside of Trent Williams being an absolute superstar. There's okay. really nothing there. Strongest unit is obviously their defensive front seven. Yeah. It's the best. Just all of them. Game. Armstead, Hargrave, Kinlaw, Bosa, and then you've got Fred Warner as well. (laughs) Sorry, linebacker. I mean, it's just freaking incredible. But 
their weakest unit is quarterback. Like, I hate to say yeah, that. Yeah, I like, agree. It's, it's not offensive line. It, people just don't want to say that because of the, the whole Brock Purdy story and Mr. Irrelevant becoming, you know, a top-ten quarterback. He ain't that, and he's going to look bad sooner rather than later when he comes back. They, their quarterback room is their weakest spot. No question. Purdy, and the, and Darnold, the, and the funny Lance, thing is no that question. he's their best option, Brock Purdy. 100%. And I mean, that's assuming Trey Lance is done and he's not going to come back I'm from what he once that. was. Maybe best case scenario for the Niners, Trey Lance finally gets a break in his direction, in his favor, and he's good. Maybe not great, but he's good, and you ha- you can just say, okay, great, I can have Brock Purdy and Darnold as my backups. I don't have to worry about this narrative about moving forward with Mr. Irrelevant. But still, I don't. I just don't trust Trey Lance right now. Number seven, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, okay. Edge rusher, their strongest unit, weakest unit is interior defensive line. It makes sense for me there. Yeah, Niners are better than the Chargers, but whatever. Number six, the Cowboys. It makes sense. Edge rushers. You bring in Stephon Gilmore, who we mentioned earlier. They Dallas. They you bring in um, what's his name from again, Mister What's His Name from uh, Houston receiver Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, like. Dallas is never going to have a shortage of free agent additions. Every year they're going to do it. No, they're always going to be a great team. Yeah, they have the money to do it. They have the capital to do it. But is Dak Prescott going to lead the league in interceptions again? Maybe. I think there's a decent chance that he will. How about them Cowboys? Number five. I mean, they lost Zeke, so, like, Zeke's still unsigned, right? Still unsigned. I don't know who would sign him. He's done. I mean, he's not done, done. I think he's done. You can done. bring him in as a backup, maybe. maybe. Goal line guy, something like yeah. that. But he's not the Zeke he once was. All right, give you the top five real quick. Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. Number four, the Miami Dolphins. Whoa. They're a loaded roster, but Tua is just You got to put it together. You got to put it together. You do have to put it together. Um, and again, still jury out on Mike McDaniel. Good first season. Yeah. But we'll see how he does now in second and third and fourth season mm-hmm. and building a culture there. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. And number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs do not I have the best why. roster in football. Sorry, who was number two? The Eagles. Philly. I think Philly's number one. I think San Fran might be number I, two. Uh, maybe number one. Philly's number one. I mean, the Chiefs just have the best deodorant of anybody. Yeah, right. Take. Yeah. I mean, name me a good, a really good, that's that's comparable to Travis Kelsey or maybe even close to him at the wide receiver position or the running back position. Don't tell me Isaiah Pacheco is up there. Not yet. He Don't tell be. me Marquez Valdez-Scanling no. is up there. Sky Moore is up there. No, 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 no. They just lost Orlando Brown. I know. So I'm going to take a little bit of you know umbrage with this list here a little bit because I do think the Chiefs are the best team in football. But Doesn't mean they have the best. You put roster. too much weight on the quarterback position. Yeah. We're talking biggest. We're talking overall roster here. I don't think the Chiefs have the best roster in football. But they got I, the best I mean, player in football, and, and that's, that's all that matters. Pretty much really. all that's mattered the past four or five years <laughs> is having the best player in football. That's if not be- for a completely blatantly obvious bad call, roughing the passer, a oh, little yeah. smack against the helmet on Tom Brady. Chiefs could have won three of the last he five Super Bowls. Would have been in the last four. Am yeah. I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But Tom Brady gets those calls. Yeah, he does. Well, he did because now he's out of the league. Now, now I don't have to worry. We're about not him. at training camp yet. We're not out of the woods yet with that one. He might. He just bought the Raiders. He might come back in and suit up for the Raiders. Great. Take Jimmy G's job. 
If you missed any of our episodes today, don't worry. We got you covered. You can find all of our podcasts here on the SNR family. Our show, The Drive with Dale and Matt, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, and many, many more. All available for you to download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. The iHeartRadio app, the Steelers app, Apple, Spotify. You know the places. Hit them all up. They're all great content. And training camp is just three weeks away, so... Steelers talk will be ratcheting up for sure. For Jacob Rechtdom, Tom Opperman, we'll be back again later this week. Unless I have another kid. <laughs> <laughs> I can have another kid. Uh, maybe, whoa, yeah, whoa. Whoa. We'll be back soon on the Steelers Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.